0: Furthy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm up with Wallow and Moods. Yes, welcome back to the warm up for another week hope you're having a good Saturday morning. So much sport coming your way. Can't wait to dive into it. Heath Shaw is going to join us a little bit later on with the weekend preview, local footy update and much more as I welcome the former Geelong superstar Cam Mooney Moons. How are you, mate?
1: I'm well, thank you, Maddie. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Uh, It's
0: hard to stay fresh. It's hard to stay up all the time. I'm there's so much going on you've been doing late nights at the footy into late the cricket late night
1: footy into the cricket early morning kids and it's all happening. I'm cooked. Yeah. It is
0: a bit like that but, but I love it it's sport. been amazing. The cricket's been fantastic. We'll touch a little bit on that. The footy obviously to come this weekend. There's been as we know, there's been some rough games uh each week now, but we've got a few I reckon mm-hmm. over the next couple of days that are uh, not too bad, and are starting to shape the eight because it's getting very tight down there. Well, so. July's
1: always tough, isn't it? I mean, yep. one, it's the coldest month of the of the year. So I used to hate playing in July. I remember I used to say to Bomber, like, is there any chance I can just have a week off here? And he'd go, look, it's July, and this is when we we're really hot, right? Really yep. good team, uh, like oh nine, no, I think it was oh, 09, 10, I spoke to him, and he goes, mate, just just get through the month. The boys look after you. Just yep. get through the month. Just just get through. You'll be fine. Don't have to go and exert yourself. Just get through the month.
0: You'd be uh, lovely to play at Marvel this time of year just to get off uh, the MCG or mm. get off the uh, Caninia Park, in fact. Hey, mate, we'll uh, touch on a bit more footy very soon. Just want to quickly put this to bed. the dismissal last week with uh, with bear
1: Fantastic. Loved it? Loved it. No, you know what? At the time, I'll, I'm, I am very much a spirit of the uh, game type yep. of person. But then the more that I've seen of uh, England's past, mm-hmm. and, and hasn't it been and, dredged up in the and, last week? And the coach's past, McCallum's <laughs> yes, past. You know what?
0: Get stuffed. Yes, the carry
1: on has been absolutely. It's out been of
0: huge. Piers Morgan's been involved. He loves getting involved. But you know in what that happened? Stuff,
1: if, if 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 Pat Cummins said, you know what, guys, no, nah, we're not going to go up. And then Bearstow goes on, and they win that Test match. You know what the England people be saying? I can't believe Cummins let him off. What an idiot. We wouldn't do that. It's part of the rules.
0: They would be celebrating if it happened their other way. Look, I don't love it. I didn't love it at the time. I've battled with it all week. I'm not for it. like it was they, only when
1: I saw Bairstow was throwing it at Marnus's stumps. You yeah. know what, if,
0: if it's good for you. But in context, at the end of the over, batting outside of your crease, all that sort of stuff. I didn't love it. But anyway, I, let's just touch on Bearstow. You see he, he how he's still getting a game. He well, he's, is one of the worst wick keepers I've ever seen. It's like He's playing, dropping a few at the minute, isn't he? It's like playing in a second or third side at local level and you've got a team together and it's like, can anyone keep? Or does anyone want to keep? <laughs> and he's just keeping. He's...
1: He's well, considering they could just use him as a batsman. I mean, he's, his batting record at the moment is extremely Solid, good. So yeah. just maybe just use him as get a, drop, get a Get a keeper 13 in.
0: 13 drop catches, yeah. um, a miss-stumping from him, and also two wickets off a no ball. So they have been uh, very ill-disciplined, mm. that is for sure. Uh, Mitch Marsh, though, comes in, just goes bang. Oh, my God. I was, um, I was, was. He hasn't played a lot of cricket, to have be honest. Have you been a Miss,
1: Mitch Marsh fan?
0: I've always wanted him to do well. I must admit, I didn't think he was often the answer. Yeah, One day cricket and stuff like that, the way he bats is fantastic.
1: So he it's very, got very dropped easy early, for me to say right now I've always loved him because yeah, just made 100. But, you know, <laughs> but I genuinely always loved him. Um, Just what a talent. Yeah. And what a, what an innings. I mean, and I love Green. I love him. But Green hasn't got charisma. No, he needs charisma. Ca- when you're a big, burly bowling all-rounder, You've got to have a bit of spunk. Yeah. You've got to have a little bit of, you know what, I'm going to hurt you. He doesn't you seem and I... to
0: have the intimidation no, for the size. He doesn't. of he He needs to be steaming in and, you know. He looks
1: very uh, laconic. Yeah. You know, he's one of those guys who just wants to go about his business. I don't want my big burly all-rounder to go about his business. I want you to be in the face. I want you to be charismatic. Yeah. I want you to hurt somebody. I want you to do all of those things. And you know what Mitch did the other night? He yep. was unbelievable.
0: I just don't know where that sits now because they've obviously rested him or something along those lines. Green, he is still coming out and doing some fielding if necessary over this test. So for me, it's a bit of a load management thing. But you give someone a chance and they take it; it's going to be hard. Well, you to can't question now not, can't play not play Mitch in the next test. Yeah, it's simple as that. That's, I think that that goes on. Mm. Speaking of uh, not playing, Oliver this week uh, for the D's is missing another four. ...weeks with mm. that hamstring injury. Incredible to see... ...I guess it would probably happen behind closed doors all the time... ...but it's so interesting for, I guess, the public to see... ...that sort of outburst between a staff member... ...and the disappointment and the frustration... ...not for, for him just missing games of footy... ...but looks to be towards the actual mm. staff saying you've let me do something or I haven't got through this because you've pushed me too hard or something. The arguments between
1: players and and coaches or particularly players and doctors and and physios, it happens all the time because as a play, these are the guys that have got to get you right. And when things don't go right, you you automatically just turn and you have have a crack. Look, five minutes later, they would have been hugging and shaking hands going, no worries. But the emotion does get the the better of you. It's tough as a player. We always think about, you know, how do these things happen? I remember back in 2005, I had an injury I couldn't get over uh, at the start of the season. So I missed probably the first three or four weeks of the season. I was getting frustrated. I was screaming at people and yelling. And Bomber was screaming at me because no one could come up with an answer of why the top of my hamstring was so tight and so sore. And he thought I was actually faking it because I didn't want to play. And so we had these huge arguments. And it turned out I was doing a signing day one day. And these are the days where you've got to sign like 400 jumpers, yeah. 300 posters, 200 footies. And because I was bent over signing all these things, my back completely went on. I mean, my hamstring went I ended up missing a month of football just because of a bloody signing day.
0: It's crazy to think that that happens because I think I was talking off air before, like in the past, obviously working in media for a long time and, and as a producer as well, you're contacting clubs for interviews all the time mm. and you're trying to get players on or coaches or whatever – and, oh, they've had a heavy week. You're thinking, well, what's been different this week? Or how heavy could it be? Or they, had, they went and did a press conference or they went and did a signing mm. like or a clinic. Like, how tough could it be? But I guess all that stuff just adds up over time. It
1: does, yeah. And, and the worst bit about my is I went and had this guy from Donald up there in country town, Donald. He gave the club a call and said, I can fix Mooney. But who
0: takes that call? <laughs> oh, know. know no. Bomber
1: somehow, Bomber came to me and goes, mate, some bloke's got hold of me, and he goes, he reckons he can fix you. you do you want to go and do it? I said, yeah, great. The problem was the three-hour drive up to Donald, got there, I was stiff as a board. He, by the time I finished with him, he was amazing. He, he puts these Band-Aids on his finger. I can't remember his name for the life of him. He was a centric old man, but he was yep. fantastic. He put Band-Aids on his fingers, and then he just poke and prod you in the area, and I felt amazing. But then I had to jump in the car for three hours and got home, and I was crook again. So yeah, it was kind of pointless going sort of to see just, him.
0: Yeah, that was before Germany was a thing. Everyone was <laughs> flying to Germany for hamstring. Yeah, I was ca- driving to Donald. Cast blood and all that sort of stuff that I used to sort of get there. Hey, um, there's so much sport on at the moment. Um, I was sort of flicking through. We've got the tennis on. We've got the Tour de France. We've got the cricket. The AFL is sort of coming towards the end of the season. It feels like the end of the season, but realistically, we've got so much footy to come. 24 rounds. There's still... You know, a There's couple a of months of away before we get to talking about finals, really, or at least being in that sense. Uh, the Swans the other night were disappointing. They look like they'll miss the finals now. And Buddy, for me, um, is it feels like he's hanging on. I just wish now, from the outside looking in, that he's made the call that he's going to retire. Mm. And it seems like he's going to, from the outside looking in. And I would have loved to see him on Thursday night been sort of either cheered off or clapped off mm. and celebrated, potentially his last game at the G, and he's not doing that. Well,
1: wh- where's it sit? I'm saying that. I don't think Buddy is Buddy is a showman. But yep. Buddy is not that type of person. And I've interviewed him. I've spoken to him and know him just a tiniest little bit. He is not that person that yep. would want that either. So, but I,
0: don't don't we want that? Yeah,
1: maybe. But you got to understand, it's it's up to the person. If, no, he, no, if he doesn't feel comfortable yeah. in getting cheered off every time he goes off the ground for the yeah. last time, then he doesn't want that. Um, look, yeah, I, I think it's it's going to be his last year at Sydney. From what I can gather, I don't think Sydney are going to offer him another contract. Has he
0: made that call? Do you think?
1: Uh, I think they've both. T- still... I think they've probably come to an agreement now. Yeah. Whether he's one hundred percent behind, okay, I'm not going to play again. I, I believe that he's not going to be playing at Sydney again. Wow. Well now whether well, it, there now whether you think there could be an option somewhere well look he's he's brought an absolutely stunning home on the gold coast, and now, whether there is something there look this is just me spitballing so don't yep. don't get me wrong here uh, whether there's something there and uh, he ends up going up that way, which I think would be a mistake from the gold coast and, and buddy as well. I think this should be his final swan song, and, yep. and right off into the sunset, being one of the greatest players that we've ever seen.
0: I don't think if he was to go to the Gold Coast, it does anyone any I, good no, apart, from, apart from apart AF, from the AFL mm. promoting the game on the Gold Coast. But in terms of winning games of footy and the legacy that he's created no. for both Hawthorne and City, I don't think it's the right. Just knowing to that he's
1: is he hundred c- um, percent committed to retiring? I, I don't know. There's always that little bit in the back of your mind when you're an absolute superstar. I've still got a bit left. I've still got a bit left. And that would, to me, is probably the only club that would come knocking because he does have that property up there where we assume that he's going to be moving
0: to. Well, let's say that the Gold Coast come knocking and the coach knocks on Buddy's door and says, mate, we'd love to have you for next year or this year coming, however you want to phrase it who's the coach knocking on the door? Because for me, and I know off the back of a pretty heavy loss last week for the Gold Coast Suns, any time they're a chance to make the finals or in the mix and they fall over, which was expected they'd be beaten by Collingwood, but I think they were blown away quite heavily. And Collingwood haven't blown too many teams away, to be honest. At home, very disappointing. And unfortunately for Stewie Jew, it comes back every time, hey, mate, uh, things aren't going as well as they should.
1: Look, there's still only a game out of the eight. Yep. And... (laughs) How they finish the season clearly is going to be whether Stuart Jew is there there next year. Now, if they finish really poorly and they lose the last four games, I think Stuart Jew would be done. Yep. Uh, When you've got someone like Damien Hardwick waiting in the wings, the club would be silly not to go and knock on his door and at least ask the question and find out.
0: I just can't... Is he going
1: to be the answer? Is anybody the answer at the Gold Coast? I don't know because I find it very... It's a very tough market, I i believe. Well, Ken Hinkley,
0: Hinkley looks like he's going to stay at Port and obviously yes. that that's, should be happening. He's doing a great job. That means that the Port Adelaide job that Hardwick could have been in for or thought there may have been a chance to get is virtually yep. no longer. He must have thought when he came out a couple of weeks ago and said, I've still got the bug to coach, that there's going to be opportunities for him to coach next year. So my only reading on that and looking at the clubs that are available to coach next year and say what you want about contracts, let's forget that for a second, Mm. is the Gold Coast or West Coast. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to back Simpson to go around again, which it looks like at this stage they're going to, who knows, that could change, then the Gold Coast is the only option. They're not going to leave him sitting on the shelf the AFL, who own the Gold Coast Mm. Suns, to not coach next year. They want him back in the mix.
1: Yeah, they do. And look, from Dimmer's point of view, I mean, he's always going to put put his hand up at some stage. Yep. Now, whether he thought it was going to be in twenty four or, or twenty five. But to come reasons.
0: out four weeks after you've pulled the pin at Richmond
1: and say you've you miss it and you want to do it again. That's yeah, well clearly he's just saying, Hey, okay, yeah Don't forget I, about me. Yeah, don't me. I don't think anyone is, by no. the way.
0: So yeah, no, look at And, it's, and uh, knowing
1: full well that yeah, there may have been three jobs coming up, particularly one that he's close to his heart with Port Adelaide. Now that looks like that's gonna be knocked on the head, which is great because my man Kenny should be there yep. and I love him. Done a great job. Um but, yeah, I mean, if, if the if the Gold Coast Suns' job does come up, you would you'd suspect it's going to be dimmer.
0: I'd say it would be. Hey, plenty coming up this morning on the warm-up. Massive round of footy coming your way. Of course, the Ashes continuing tonight. It is fantastic to sit back and soak that all in and so much other sport going on at the moment too. Are you watching any Wimbledon? Uh, no. I'm, I've fallen off the tennis a bit. Nick Kyrgios has pulled the pin too. I like to watch him play, but, um, no, I'm, I'm off at the moment.
1: Nick. I know he's got injuries. Yeah.
0: He could be anything, that bloke, but he hasn't quite come through. Uh, Heath Shaw's going to join us a little bit later on. We've got our weekend preview not too far away. And Moons' Villains of Sport in the sick pack next. Oh, and this says All thanks to Little Creatures Village, Geelong. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The up with Warlow and Moons. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with wool Owen Moods. Still plenty to come this morning on the warm-up. All thanks to Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. Heath Shore going to join us uh, very, very soon. Looking forward to speaking to him about the Pies and also the, his Giants. Uh, they are sort of still in the mix. They take on the Hawks. Uh, this weekend, um, and also to our local footy wrap on the way very, very soon. Big weekend of footy coming up. Hey, Moons, we're going to get into your six-pack in just a second. Mm. Steve Smith uh, has been, I guess, a bit of a villain for, the, for England for a few years now, particularly since uh, some of the cheating scandal stuff that come. I want to get to the Lord stuff with the members a little bit later on in the buying and selling, but... Wasn't that great? It wasn't great, and he's been <laughs> was, booed for his 100th test.
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. Should have been able to club somebody. Yes, I know. I just... Or he should have just wound up know. Just, stomp, just, just bonked him on the nose. I reckon give him a, a beauty. But uh, he has been a bit of a villain. And that leads us in to this week's six-pack. Moons' six-pack. For little creatures. All creatures welcome. We're going to take a look at Moons' six-pack this week. Our top six, or six of... The best sporting villains in history of sport. Moons.
1: Um, Individual and in team.
0: Yes, I think that's the way to do it because sometimes team, it teams are nice hard. To hate a They're are
1: very, very hard to find a villain team. It's a lot easier to find villain individuals.
0: Yes, it is, but there is the few teams, particularly if you know they're a rival of your particular have team, a that team. you might hate them or dislike them. All right, let's uh, let's have a look. Let's start off at uh, we're gonna go six to one or one to six. Let's okay, just six
1: to one. Let's start off at number six. Now, this is the greatest movie sports villain of all time.
0: You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. I still quote that. <laughs> Shoot him, McGavin. Shooter. He's fantastic. Uh,
1: he's, he does. He jumps on uh, social media every now and then, and just does a couple of things with um, Adam Sandler, and yep. he's still hilarious. One
0: of the best characters, I reckon. One of, of the all great- time. greatest. One um, of the greatest. I'm another Happy Gilmore. he can be great. Uh,
1: at number five, uh, you love him or hate him, but he is genuinely 100% must-watch. And unfortunately, he's not playing in Wimbledon. Is Nick Curios?
0: Yeah, he's sort of one of those guys that. Um, I don't know. we was like, mate. We know you've got the talent. Would you hurry up and show us something? In the last few years, he has. Well, he's, he's not going his to be. A, it was,
1: yeah, I know, but he's not going to ever be what we wanted him to be. Yep. He's just going to be him, and
0: he's a bit American in that sense. Yeah,
1: but look, when he is on, I am glued to the TV. Yeah. But then there are times the people when people love like, to see him get geez, Nick just pull your head in. Yep. Uh, at number four, playing at the moment, and I think you were telling me before, he's actually disappointed now that he's not number one, is Stuart Broad. Yes. He, Ollie, Johnson, oh, no, Ollie, Ollie uh, Robinson. Robinson's taken the mantle off him. He literally
0: came out and said, <laughs> I'm disappointed now that I've been taking off as number one uh, of the most hated um, When we talk star. about
1: villains, we also want charismatic ones as well. And yep. he's not a... Dirty villain. He's he's very charismatic. In, in and term, I love broads. When
0: he's been here for the Big Bash and spoken on Australian yeah. TV, he's been fantastic. But I like last week. I hated it at the beginning, but when he came out to bat and he kept making sure there was in each crease. Yeah, little things love like that. that stuff. Funny. Yeah, fantastic. But a great villain.
1: Uh, a lot of people mightn't remember this man or know who he is, but Luis Suarez. Now, he's a Uruguayan footballer. Played at Liverpool, my yep. team, or our team, I should say, yep. and, and I loved him. Until he bit somebody.
0: So he bit someone at Ajax, he bit <laughs> someone at Liverpool, he bit someone for Uruguay against the Italians in the World Cup.
1: <laughs> and cheated, I think, with a handball in yep. one of the World Cup games. Yep. And so went to Barcelona, went had to a fantastic, Barcelona. fantastic career. Unbelievable career. But,
0: but much, much dislike. I loved him, but he yes, he had the he chompers like to go along with it well, as well. Yep, he had the buck team.
1: Uh, one of the great scandals of all time, one of the men that we all loved, we cherished him until we found out he was a drug cheat, Lance Armstrong.
0: Absolutely. Do you reckon the Tour de France has been the same ever no. since that was announced? I
1: I love the Tour. Yeah. Loved it. Now I just. Cadel
0: was twenty eleven. Yes. Which was fantastic. Obviously, when you've got an Aussie in the mix, I guess it's like Wimbledon too. Like when you've got an Aussie or like the British yeah. Open, when you've got an Aussie in the mix, you don't mind sitting up and watching it when I was on. When, when you I don't, was training, you fall off it when I was
1: doing a lot of training and doing a lot of bike riding when I was playing, I was right into it. I loved it. I used yep. to have my Lycras and all of those type of think I was one of those guys. Yes. A real <laughs> Now that I've stopped riding, I just don't watch it much. Uh, all right. Number one. Now, this is a team. This is where you finally get the team. And one of my favorite teams of all time, one of the greatest documentaries, 30 for 30s, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's the bad boys. It's the bad boys of the Pistons in the 1980s uh, NBA team. They were literally wanted to be the most hated team in the NBA. Was
0: there a massive brawl in their stadium? Huge game, brawl. Yeah, the crowd was... Oh, really... not that one. Oh, no, no, this no, is another But one. they had brawls all, the, all time the time on the court. They just roughed them up. Uh, right so out. if
1: you haven't seen those, again, 30 for 30 docos. They're on ESPN, uh, the bad boys. Uh, You're in big the trouble, Pistons.
0: pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No, no. <laughs> no, that is uh, Moons six-pack, all thanks to Little Creatures. Fantastic effort. Uh, order up, grab a pizza, and any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just twenty-five bucks. LittleCreatures.com.au. Moons, let's have a quick look at the rest of the round in the AFL, and we like now to have a look at the Sen game rating uh, every week. There's a real stinker uh, today. Brisbane taking on the Eagles. That is uh, at fifty. Well, what
1: what are we what are we what are we thinking here? Like seriously, I mean Sydney belted them by. Hundred and what is it? Seventy, eighty points. Yep, kicked over two hundred points at the Gabba. This, I mean, I, I'm actu- I, I'm genuinely frightened about what's going to happen today at the Gabba. Yeah, genuinely frightened for West Coast. It's another mi- two hundred point. It's probably minimum against. eighty
0: points. It's probably minimum eighty point uh, win. But, but who knows? But I mean, if they kicked. They something. were okay last week, West Coast. Against oh, fantastic!
1: The Saints. But you know what? That was their grand final. Yeah. They had to. They had to come out and do something after what happened. But if they, yeah, I, I'm scared for Simo, to be honest. Yep, important game
0: for the Giants. They should beat the Hawks. That's ranked. as well, I'm heading up there after
1: this, so I'm actually on the plane to, to go and do this game. So it's for just me, a must Giants.
0: win. A nice little six or seven goal win yeah. just sets them up and keeps them. And they'll be they're in the top right eight, there. or they, so they'll be equal in no. the top eight um, after that game if they can win this afternoon.
1: The big one for me is uh St Kilda Melbourne. Now, Melbourne obviously with no Oliver didn't come back. Fridge is gone. Their forward line has been a complete debacle in the last four or five weeks. Saints, I think, I've actually picked the Saints on this one. I think they can get it done. There's a lot of people still questioning whether St. Kilda are a top eight team. Well, for me, they are. Now, they're not a great top eight team, but they, but will, they still... I think they're going to fall ra- in. Yes, absolutely. And
0: for Melbourne to drop this one, their top four is going to be really on the line, which makes
1: it tough. I think Melbourne... Do. And look, I went into the season going, Melbourne are my premiership favourites, and I even said a few weeks ago, I still think they're there. I'm wavering big time at the minute.
0: Port Adelaide and the Suns ranked at 72. I think I could worry about this game even yeah. more so than Brisbane and Eagles. The Suns um, have been in okay form. They got an absolute pantsing last week against the Pies. This one at Adelaide Oval, I think... Port might do. Oh, absolutely.
1: And Charlie Dixon playing his 200th against his old team, which is fantastic. I love Big Charlie. Um, Yeah, this is going to be a port one for me. Now, one of my, uh, oh, this is the Moons Cup. Yes. Cam Mooney Cup. Here. here we go. They got Geelong and North Melbourne
0: <laughs> at Clinea Park, 1-10 uh, on Sunday. That uh, should be, a well, you'd think a reasonably comfortable win for the Cats. It's well, a lowly ranked so, game. They? Um, but they've got a few to come back, the Cats, over the next few weeks, and hopefully they can get it right. But at well, the moment, they're a bit all over the show. Yeah, shot. I've spoken
1: about Geelong. If they can get it all right and get their players back, I still think they will be extremely damaging come the top eight. Now, this is the game of the round. Essendon v. Crows. Yeah,
0: ranked 85. This one at the MCG, I think, on Sunday. No, Marble. Oh, I was at Marvel. It excuse me. 3.20 on Sunday. Yes, Marvel. uh The Bombers, it's one of those ones we keep saying they, they should have got over the line last week against Port Adelaide. Houston kicks that goal after the siren. All of a sudden, they're back in the pack again. They've got a tough run home. This is a must win. The Crows, well, their form away has been terrible, so they need a victory mm. as well to cement their sort of spot. They are a great team to watch, but they've got to bank the wins. Well, Essendon
1: for me on this one, on the back of... I think their form is really good. I mean, you go and get down against Port Adelaide, equal you know, arguably the best team in the competition right now with Collingwood. Kick me after the siren. Extremely unlucky um, at Marvel. They play Marvel very well. I actually thought their run home. We we talk, spoke about it earlier. Their run home is really tough. Yep. And I thought they might be the team that drops out of the eight, but I still am going to back them on this win.
0: Massive win if they can get it and a confidence booster Mm -hmm. as well last game of the round Fremantle host uh, Carlton that's the twilight game on Sunday you think Fremantle would win there but Carlton have been playing some attractive football of late but uh, they're still a little bit off again you don't know
1: what to do with Carlton you don't know which way they're going to go but I think Fremantle at home you've still got to pick them at home
0: I think 3-0 too local footy wrap coming up very soon and up next we're going to talk to well former giant and pie star Heath Shaw this is the warm up all thanks to Little Creatures (laughs) For Furfy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to the Warmer, with Warlow and Moods. For Furfy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the Warmer, with Warlow and Moods. Yeah, welcome back to the warm up. Still plenty to come on this morning's show. Big weekend of sport coming your way. All thanks to Furfi at Little Creatures at Village Geelong. Order up, grab a pizza or any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures for just 25 dot Littlecreatures.com.au. One man who's, oh, well, looks like he's enjoying retirement. 325 games, can you believe that? Two time All Australian and Premiership star for the Maggies. He sure joins us on the line. Heater, welcome, mate. How you doing?
2: Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. You're, uh, um, you're a
0: you're you're a busy man at the moment, mate. I see you all over socials doing bits and pieces. How's it all going?
2: Yeah, yeah good, mate. It's um no re- retirement is good. I'm still playing local <laughs> like, footy, buck. um so like 325 games at the top level was obviously a good achievement. But I've I'm, I'm into my <laughs> third season at East Keelor, uh the Cougars, so. Um, and sometimes on a Saturday morning, it's, it's very hard to get to get motivated to get up and go and play at these uh, local footy grounds where it's in the midst of winter.
1: Hey, hey tell me, what, what position are you playing now? Are you still doing the half-back thing or you just plonked yourself in the middle or at full forward?
2: Oh, no, mate. I'm, I'll stick to what you know, mate. I'm a, I'm a half-back <laughs> at heart. And it's, it's funny because uh, if... if it's It happens and we're, we're winning a game and we're obviously winning by a fair bit. The coach's like, mate, do you want to go forward or in the midfield
1: And I said, nah, mate, no, mate, I'm fine <laughs>
2: at half-back. Like, I want to stay out of trouble. I've got to go out for dinner tonight. so I don't want to get injured. I don't want anything.
1: How much How much leg rope are you giving your opponent, mate?
2: I don't have an opponent.
0: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get the phone call for to play local footy? Like, so many, obviously, AFL players have gone on at some stage. Not all, but a lot do. Go and have a year or two in the country or,
1: or in suburbia. My biggest regret, not playing local.
0: What do you, what's the phone call? Like, how, how, Where's the connection here? Well, my mate, um, after i obviously finished
2: AFL, uh, a good friend of mine, he was coaching at East Keeloran, and, and he, he rang me up and he just said, mm-hmm. Like before, I think it's like November, so I don't pretty fresh off just yeah. finishing. Just said, mate, I'm not going to annoy you, guys. But if you're thinking about playing local football, um, make sure you think of me first or give me a call. I won't talk to you till after Christmas. You just you just let me know. Um, I had a few other calls from people, and and they were like pretty keen to get me down and do pre-seasons and all that sort of stuff. But he just sort of let me go. He's like, no, nah, just give me a call um, after Christmas if you're keen to have a kick, and I ran him up and. And said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll come down and have a, have a look." And yeah, as I said, I've been there for three years, and um, yeah, Moon, it, it it is good fun. Like local <laughs> footy is the, the locker room chat that you you yeah, have it. At, that's the bit I miss. There. Yeah, it's still there at local. It's, it's even funnier. Um, but yeah, they're, they're they're a great club, and and I say this to people all the time. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be still playing if it wasn't good fun, and and they weren't a good club. So for me to going into my third year, um, there there it, is great, and hopefully. Sitting third at the moment, so um, hopefully have a kill at something
0: this year, mate. You've obviously had a, a great career at both the Pies and the Giants. Incredible, almost 50-50 in terms of games. What was it like living in Sydney and playing? Like obviously Collingwood's such probably the biggest, if not mm. um, one of the biggest clubs in Australia. Let alone Melbourne. Then going to play for the Giants. What's the difference there? Like, is it good difference? Do you want a bit of you know publicity? Do you don't want it? Like, what's what's the go? No, I was.
2: I reckon I did balanced pretty well. Like, as you said, I was, it was pretty even split between the Giants mm. um, and Collingwood. I think I'm one of three people who played 150 games at, at two clubs. Um, there's a stat for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think the, the timing was perfect. I was 28 yeah. when I went to the Giants, um, did all the nightclubs, did all the free drink clubs <laughs> and all that in Melbourne. Yeah, that, sort of, that wore off. So I went up to Sydney and, um, yeah, you do sort of slide under the radar. It's, a, it's an NRL town. Um, but I think that was perfect fit for me and it's nice weather and there's not many winters up in, um, up in Sydney. So it was, it was good and, and to have a bit of success with the Giants as well and create history sort of week in, week out. Um, at Collingwood, you're, you're a part of history, um, a small sort of park because it's such a historic club. Yeah. Um, but the Giants, like each week we were creating history. It was like our first win at the MCG, our first win against Collingwood. Um, our first final all these sort of things mm. um, I was a part of that from sort of my first year onwards and um, yeah I, I enjoyed my time at both clubs and it'd be hard to split if, if it got to grand final day um, just say it was this year Collingwood versus the Giants it'd be hard to split because I've still got some really close mates um, at the Giants but obviously the history of, of Collingwood and I grew up supporting Collingwood and obviously won a premiership there So Who, um, who
0: has the best past players days?
2: Um, oh, the pies! Yeah. <laughs> so, mate, we, 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 had a, we had a five-year reunion for the um, the two ten premiership, and then we we liked that so much we have it every, have it every <laughs> year. every <laughs> year.
1: We started, we did one, and we thought, you know what? If you had played in one, two, or three, just come. And then all of a sudden, it was every year. Yeah, you just you, you can't help yourself, can you, Healy? You just got to do uh,
2: it. It is great, and it's like the same jokes, the same <laughs> same working goes on um, for the same people. It's, it's, but it's great fun.
1: Are you surprised with how great Collingwood have been this year?
2: Oh, I'm not surprised. Um, I, I didn't like at the start of this year. I was like, can they do it again? Can they go back to the way yeah. sort of like you know last year where they've had so many close games, um, and then nearly nearly made the grand final. I was like. Is, are they going to go back to well? Is it going to be the same sort of Collingwood team or are they going to get better? And, um, to be honest, the best thing and the, the beauty about Collingwood is they just do the same thing over and over and over again. From minute one to minute 120, they play the same way. Um, and as we know, Moons, um, football is a, a very simple beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you keep it simple for them, um, you get the most out of them. I think that's pretty much what Fly McRae says just go and play football. Um, be aggressive, be attacking. If you make mistakes, move
0: on. I reckon you and, would have uh, fitted in. I mean, you fitted in both teams nicely in your career, but you would have really enjoyed playing this this type of footy for the Pies. It would have suited your game as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. I don't think anyone manned up
1: kind
0: of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Most overrated
1: thing in the in footy, Manning. Huh?
0: Mate, the uh, yep. the the Giants, there's they're, they're just sneaky at the sneaky moment chance. they've got the hawks this week they should win that game there they'll be equal in the top eight not in the top eight but on points they will be have they surprised you this year i mean they've got enough class in that team to find results and they just seem to keep hanging on at the moment
2: yeah they did early in the year um they were there about like you're saying they were they were just missing out they were in the games for a long period of time and and um, weren't getting the results. And I think the last sort of five weeks, they're one of the more informed teams in terms of win-losses. Mm. So um, I think they're getting a bit of the reward. And like obviously, new coach, new game plan, it takes a little bit to get used to. But the, like you said, the talent's still there. Um, so it's, they've been great to watch in the, in the sort of last five weeks. And yeah, get through Hawthorne this week with a win and maybe pinch a couple um, that they are not expected to. And they're, they're a sneaky chance to play finals.
1: Hedy, you played with some... Genuine superstars. I'm not sure if you ever play with Jordan DeGoei, but if you had a pick between Toby Green and Jordan Degoey, who would you go
2: <laughs> on the field or off the field? Uh, um. We'll keep it on.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, mate, it's, it, it is a tough one. Um, Jordy's probably having his best year and most consistent year um, to date, but Toby's done it year in year out. So um, he's such a competitive beast, Toby, and he wears his heart on his sleeve and. and Obviously, captain. Now, um, I'd, I'd probably just take take Toby,
0: mate. Uh, you're you're a busy man. We see it all over the socials. You're actually uh, involved in a in a new business or new venture, which is called Dabble, which is I guess a bit bets. You know, having having a punt and having a bit of fun with mates, a bit of banter. Can you tell us a little bit about it and what your involvement is?
2: Yeah, mate. Um, oh, I think it was about three years ago I had the, the chance to um become an ambassador and um invest in a in a betting agency. I do. Enjoy a punt, um, obviously very responsibly, and <laughs> yeah, um, I've been from the sort of from day dot um, helping develop what is a, a social sort of betting app. Um, obviously, there's a the stigma around gambling; isn't isn't great, but we want to make it fun, and and we actually want to make it much social. So, the the, the difference and the point of difference for us is that um, you can actually follow people, so it's like Twitter. We combine sort of like Twitter, your WhatsApp sort of punters groups. Yep. Um, and a betting agency all together, and um, you can follow people like me and, and follow my expert um, tips and <laughs> all that sort of thing yeah. uh, on the app. And, and we even do like live streams and we sit there and just talk. It's like live sportsman's night. Um, yeah,
0: it, uh... we do it
2: for a week. So it's, it is different at a point of difference. And like yeah. we, we just want, we want to have a bit of fun and um and make it nice and social
0: for everyone mate i've been keeping an eye on it. i've been watching the tiktok videos as well it really is that you're sort of watching the racing together and uh you know hanging a bit of shit and all that sort of stuff so it's actually quite uh quite enjoyable to watch doing a good job hope it goes well for you mate well thanks for joining us on the warm-up this morning uh good luck watching the footy for the rest of the year and good luck uh for local footy too. you guys in the mix for the grand final finals what's the go yeah i
2: think we'll play finals um where we the, the team on top Keel are undefeated so far. But you know what happens when you go undefeated
0: all year?
1: Get the you the lose. You lose. <laughs> 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 oh, <sorry.
0: laughs> uh, we'll keep an eye on it, mate. We'll uh we'll be watching to see what the results are over the next uh, few weeks. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, enjoy the footy over the weekend and the cricket. No worries. Thanks for He's sure joining us on the warm-up this morning. Uh, Of course, Dabble, fantastic. Gamble responsibly, of course, as well. Coming up on the show this morning, we've still got our marketplace on the way and Local Footy Wrap up next. For 30 at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons. Local Footy Wrap for Times Footy. Your home ground for local footy. Visit timesfooty.com.au. Yeah, time to take a look at the local footy. There's plenty of action this weekend. We've had buys across the state over the last couple of weeks. We're full run now into finals. All thanks to times Footy, your home ground for local footy. Joining me from the Geelong Times is Vinny Van Allshot. Good morning to you, Vinny. How are you doing?
3: Doing well, mate. School holidays pretty much over. So back to a (laughs) full schedule of footy.
0: Back to reality. Got uh, a few weeks to go to finals. It's really heating up, mate. Let's start with the GFL. Speaking of heating up and getting tight... Uh, we'll match around this weekend, which is Bell Park and Joe's. But the top four are even Stevens at the moment.
3: Yeah, so there's a pair of really big games this week in the GFL. But like you said, four teams stuck at the top of the ladder. All together in one hit, Newtown, Chilwell, St. Mary's, Colac, and St. Joseph's in that pack. But I'm pinning this week's Game of the Week uh, down at Hamlin Park. So Bell, Bell Park taking on St. Joseph's. Uh, A couple of close losses and a buy as well for Bell Park. They have not actually won a game in almost a month. So perhaps the recent extension of Coach James Saker the last couple of days for a couple more years might be able to propel themselves over Joey's, but they'll have to do so over a side that is looking to bounce back after a disappointing loss last week. Uh,
0: And how are we looking for the rest of the round in the GFL?
3: Yeah, so after a close start to 2023, Colac now looking for a sixth winner in a row, heading to Geelong West later today. West has put up some fights this season, but Colac is looking too strong at the moment, in my opinion. St. Mary's travelling to Lara to take on a struggling cap side. Another win for the Saints should arrive from that contest. Uh, potential upset possibly taking place at North Shore, with the Seagulls hosting a winless St. Albans side, but I just don't see that happening. Unfortunately, the goals should take that one. Newtown chillwell hosting Grovedale. 82-point win last week over the Tigers. A fortnight ago. Our last game on the card, though, is going to be a massive one between two sides who look uh, to be the favourites of that fifth and final final spot. South Bowen and Leopold going head-to-head in that one. Uh, but I'll give South Barland the chocolates on this occasion.
0: Right. Let's uh, let's have a look at the BFL and the GDFL quickly. BFL, we've got the Battle of the Bridge, Ocean Grove, facing Barland Heads.
3: Yep, always a lovely rivalry. Pretty much game of the week whenever it comes around. Ocean Grove struggling at the moment. Heads looking to keep pace for that second spot. Uh, the Seagulls should win comfortably over that one. Torquay looking to make it 13 wins from 13 rounds when they host Newcombe. Anglesey desperate for a win against Port Arlington, which they should get. But there's a whole plethora of teams on their tail at the moment, chasing fourth and fifth on the ladder. Uh, Geelong Amateur hosting Queenscliff, fifth the seventh. One win separating the two clubs, massive ramifications in that one. And last but certainly not least, the now hosting Model Worry. Model Worry coming off a big win against Bowen Head two weeks ago. But we'll see if that really had any weight or not in this one.
0: Real mixed bag. The Jetty fell at the moment, every team beating every other team. And this weekend, we've got the match of the round. Where are we, Central's taking on Bannockburn.
3: Well, it's funny you touched on that, Matt, because Warrity Central, as funny as this might seem, has been on the slide in recent weeks, despite winning three of their last four games. So that's how tough it is to get a leg up in the GDFL at the moment. They were chasing a top three spot. Now they might have to save themselves making finals altogether, and they have to do so against Burns this week, two-time running premiers. Jack Brownman, who was a surprise debutant, whitley, whitley Medal winner, winner a few seasons ago, not back in the side, so it looked like it was just a one off but centrals could really make waves if they can pull something out
0: this weekend. And Just whip through the rest of the round for us in the GDFL, mate. Yeah, just
3: quickly. Belfast Hill, one hand on the finals appearance with a big win if they can get it over Anarchy. Winchelsea a win out of the top five. A big chance to get a win over Belmont this week. Uh, Cariah pushed East along last week, however didn't, didn't come away with the goods. Invalide their opponents later today should get the win. Geelong West, unfortunately, falling off the pace in recent weeks, all but out out of finals, it would seem. East Geelong has a chance to regain some form if they can defeat them. And lastly, Thompson travelling to North Geelong to conclude action. A big loss to Inverleigh last week has Paul Lynch's side a little shaky at the moment, but I don't see North Geelong making considerable impact on what is widely known as the league's best side at the
0: moment. Yeah, massive weekend of local footy. All thanks at Times Footy, your home ground for local footy. Vinny, enjoy it, mate. Enjoy the local footy. Enjoy the cricket too. We're all enjoying that and have a good weekend. Yeah, definitely, mate. After the biking. All right. Time now on the warm-up to take a look at the marketplace, what we're buying and selling in the world of sport. Uh,
1: what are you selling this week, Moons? Uh, sport and politics don't match. They just don't go together. Yep. Particularly protesters. Yes. I cannot stand protesters, particularly when they take over a sporting event. We saw it in the ashes and we saw it again at Wimbledon. Stop the oil, you know. It's happening in the I'm gonna go and buy the biggest barrel of oil now just to (laughs) piss those people off. (laughs) I can't stand people who do that. There was a great
0: uh, video getting around a couple of months ago where in the UK, it's been a big thing there that they were protesting and trying to stop and they were in front of a truck and on this um, oil truck. And the guy's like, what are you doing? He goes, we're
1: stopping the oil. He goes, that's cooking
0: oil. That's (laughs) not even (laughs) real oil, mate. That's the
1: problem. Half of them don't (laughs) even know what they're doing. They're morons. They stop traffic. They stop games. Whatever it is, you know what? It's the one time I wish I was a security guard. Take him out the back. It'd be a little bit of a clubbing.
0: Yes, I reckon that would be all right. I'm selling this week the Lord members. After last week's performance, the cheat, 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 carry on. I think if you're going to have a position where players are going to walk through the crowd or the members like that, you have to pull your head in. I'm selling them this week. I heard on SEN track this week, Campbell Brown mentioning Does the three name names. And Named and shamed. Have a listen to these names. Bartholomew Frinton-Smith,
1: Humphrey Wigbert-Porter, and Quinton... Breckenridge, right. oh, I reckon he's made ma- that up. No, I, it could be true. <laughs> Surely, Brad it could be made true. That That's why I'm selling those members this week. What no, are you buying this week, up. mate? Uh look, the most romantic thing in football is the father-son. Yep, it really is. Now, Cooper Harvey, uh, son of Brent Harvey, who uh, I played with at North Melbourne, one of the. Greatest men that I've ever met. Superstar, games record holder. His son is now playing. Unfortunately, it's against Geelong down in Geelong, so it's not a great one to start with. But I just love the father-son and one of the greats of all time. His son is now playing. What a tradition we've got in
0: our game. We have the draft. We have all that sort of stuff. We have academies, but we still have... The AFL have
1: actually made it harder than it should be. It it should be a hell of a lot easier for sons to go and play at their father's club. In Uh,
0: terms of
1: getting... Oh, well, you they, have they've used taken such an early yeah pick. early pick. They've taken out to 100 yep. games. I think if you're a premiership player, if you play si- 17 games, yep. your, your son should automatically be available yep. for that football club. All That's right. just my opinion. Uh, what are you buying? I'm this week?
0: buying pace. I'm buying speed. I'm buying aggressive, quick outswing bowling. Chris Wood mm. the other night against the Aussies Wasn't was good? amazing, but it's just missing that. The Brett Lees of the world, the show of actors, the yeah. absolute... It's Al Stains, These guys that would just tear away quicks. So, I mean, Mitch Stark used to be a lot quicker. Pat Cummings used to be a lot quicker. I missed that 150-plus that Chris Wood was bowling the other night. Absolutely tore the... This is where it comes in real handy. It actually tears the tail apart, yes. and I love seeing that.
1: Well, that's where Stark has been so brilliant for so long.
0: Yeah, Mate, you're off to Sydney this off afternoon. Off to
1: Sydney for the Giants and Hawks uh, should be... Yeah, I think Giants buy a lot.
0: Yep, I reckon it will be too. Enjoy the footy and the cricket this weekend. We'll catch you next week.